in the brutal podcast system. Any jackass with a microphone and internet connection can pose as an expert on any topic under the sun. Fortunately, however, there exists a humble duo of said jackasses who at least aspire to minimize the effects of the current egregious level of aforementioned fake-ass horseshit and those who perpetrate it. This duo attempts this very noble task by allowing you, the listener, to have total unimpeded access to the real minutiae of their pathetic everyday lives. This two-member task force is known deep within the podcast world as Zero Front. These are their stories. Welcome back to another edition of Sean Matthews Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Joe. How you doing today, buddy? Shawnee, Shawnee, Shawnee went to the gym and now he's real brawny. I'm doing pretty good, brother. It's um, it's sometimes it's a little rough this time of year, you know, and the older you get, the more memories you have and this and that. But it's always cool. It's always cool. I'm not a Scrooge or anything like that, but it's kind of nice that uh, Christmas is done and it's still, quote unquote, the holidays. So we could still lay back a little bit and um, it's all good. You know, what I mean, it's neat. How you been? Not bad, man. Um. I'm pretty much finished with my work week because I have a different schedule now. Right. Um, so I'm feeling pretty nice, man. I got I got a nice couple of days off here. Nice little like mini vacation coming up. Um, tonight instead of going to the gym after work, I was like, you know what? Let me just let me just rest in the tomorrow because I'll get I'm getting a lot of sleep. I'll get more sleep tonight. Then I'll just do what I got to do tomorrow. I got to do triceps. I got to do chest. I got to do shoulders. So I'm thinking like, do I just combine? Yeah, this is, this is just gym talk. I think I'm just going to combine. Um, I think I'm just going to combine triceps and chest. And then Friday, I'm going to do uh, back and shoulders together because I usually just do one muscle a day. But that, that's enough gym talk. Anyway, instead of going to the gym tonight, I stopped at Wendy's and I utilized their app and I got myself two Dave singles for the price of one um, using their app. And then I bought this like last week, I bought this thing called the Frosty Key Tag. It's good until the end of 2024. It enables you to go there anytime you want and get a free junior frosty. I knew it. You'd had to buy one of those. You got every little coupon for every little. If you buy 17, you get your 18th free and you get this. But it can only be eight ounces because of 10 ounces. They don't fit into the sale. All that shit drives me nuts. But you, God bless you. You love those things and you use yeah, them. Uh, it was, it, was a good, it was for a good cause. It was only $3. $3 for, think about this. The junior frosty usually costs $1.50 each right. for $3. You can get a free draw, a free junior frosty every time. Yeah, yeah, it's also good for the whole year, and also the three dollars goes to charity. It goes to like adoption. I think that like some sort of adoption agency or something like that. Um, right. But you messed around and got something like this from Taco Bell, and what you admitted to was yeah, that you wound up going what, back there every time. Yeah, it brings yeah. you back. It's smart. It's clever. But it's nevertheless, yeah. When I had that nacho fries pass for those thirty days, dude, I probably I probably got nacho fries. Probably I would say. Out of 30 days, I probably got nacho fries at least 13 days, I would, I would guess. What are they? They're not the nacho fries. What? I, I've never heard of that. What? No, I'm <laughs> fucking with you. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking with so, you cause, because of what we went, you know. So, I should tell everybody that I messed yeah. around and, and had some, but go ahead. Yeah, you finally tried the nacho fries, so what's, what's the verdict on that? Uh, and the verdict is, I preface this by saying, I always said I was going to try them. I just wasn't going to run right out and try them just because you were, you know, you so, but you stayed on me and stayed on me and eventually I did, but they are, oh, they're slamming. They are absolutely slamming. And this cheese that goes with them is, is tremendous. And I get them now instead of a fifth taco, I get four tacos and I get, I get, uh, the regular size is adequate. I got regular the first time then I got a large, the regular is adequate. And it leaves me enough cheese in that cup just to mess around and dunk the taco, the ends of the taco, uh, just the end. Every time I open a taco, I dunk the, th the first bite before I bite. I dunk, dunk the end in there. And uh, it, it just works out well, but it, uh, yeah, that's I, it's, good. Only, it's good. That, that's my biggest gripe with the nacho fries, especially the large. Mm -hmm. um, they don't give you a lot of cheese. I'm, I'm pretty much done with the cheese by the time I'm, I'm on the last quarter of my fries. And right. the problem is, while I'm eating the fries, I'm like, I'm I'm consciously choosing to put less cheese on each fry because I know I only have um, 
a finite amount of cheese, it really is a small cup. So I'm I'm really surprised that you you get the large ones. I think you said, um, and I got the large ones. Oh, you got the large the first time. Okay. No, no, I got the large the second time. I got the regular. I thought it was the small, um, but I said small. They just gave me the regular. There is no small really. But I I said small. I want to try them. She goes, okay, cool. And I tried them. I was like, you know, that's good. It's good. And I said, damn, I have a little of this cheese left over too. And I could mess around and dunk my tacos in there a little bit. Then the next week I got the large, right? As opposed to the regular quote unquote. And they were good. And I found they were a little more than I actually needed. Cause it's sort of like an appetizer for me when I go there. It's a little more than I needed. And it was, of course there wasn't as much cheese left over. Now I could have walked up to the counter if I really wanted to. But I said, come on to hell with it. Just, But I just think for me, the way that it fits into my meal and everything, that regular size is just right. But for a fry, they are different. They're not too hot that they're going to burn, give me heartburn. They got some flavor, and they got a nice texture on the outside. It's, it's, it's crispy on the outside, but it immediately gets real soft when you bite into it. That I can dig. I do not need French fries that are like sticks. I, that I don't want. So, um they're, they're really they're, they're really nice. I mean, that being said, um, I just messed around last night because it's the holidays. I told you I got myself an extra cheat day. I just went to Five Guys last night. Man, those those fries are just, they're still unparalleled. But that being said, uh, I tried the uh, elusive <laughs> nacho fries, and they are good. I would say I apologize, but I don't owe you an apology. I just didn't want to try them right away. That's all that was. But you were getting all kinds of twisted about it. I told you. It was funny, though. But, um, no, nah, it's good. It's good, man. It's all good. So we got New Year's Eve coming up. Yeah, man. New Year's Eve coming up. It's going to be a brand new year. This year kind of flew, man. It's kind of like – It's it? like uh, – It seems like yesterday that the Eagles were playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, man. Why'd um, you have to bring that up, man? <laughs> well, because I want to talk a little Eagles a little bit. Uh, I still have nightmares about that that phantom holding bullshit. Let's appease uh let's appease uh um Andy Reid and uh Patrick Mahomes. Let's let's give them exact it's the funny thing is I still remember saying to you a week before I said, Johnny, I just hope it's not close because if it's close at the very end, it's not a question as if it's a question of which bullshit call are the refs going to give Andy and Patrick to help them win? And I'm not Nostradamus. You don't have to be. But a week before the Super Bowl, I said that to you. And lo and behold, that's what happened. I tell Bradbury, kid, you did nothing wrong. Don't you change a goddamn thing. You did nothing wrong. And that team knows they were better. We know they were. we were better than that team. But that's the way life goes. But anyway, I've said that. That was, that, that was last year. This year, I'll admit. This football team is 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 an average football team right now. And they've been that way all year. And if they don't get much better, much you know, you know if they don't get much better very quickly, uh, they're going to be uh, you know, playing golf early. That's it. Yeah, I was surprised on Sunday. Um the Giants bench the Giants are clearly not gonna make the playoffs, but Sunday they were technically still in the playoff race, even though it was way, way probably had like less than like a five percent chance. But for some reason, uh, Coach Brian Dayball pulled Tommy DeVito. Um, and that, to me, was a little bit strange because it's like, do they want to see if this guy is the future quarterback? Do they what do they, they got to see what this guy has. We already know what Tyrod Taylor can do. Um, so that, to me, because he didn't throw an intercept. I know he wasn't, like, throwing the ball downfield a ton. He was just doing what he defense gave him and stuff. Right. But – he he hadn't thrown an interception, so I was just confused. Like you were you were watching. The, I was at my family's house for Christmas, so I couldn't lock into the game as close as I wanted to. But like, did Tommy DeVito like? Did he do something? Was he like what? what do I, I, I don't I don't know. I I I don't think he did, but I think he was just stale. And I think what happened was the head coach. He finally came to the realization: I'm not making the playoffs anyway. And with I think with um, Jalen throwing that. Ball. I'm not going to say it wasn't Jalen's fault. He threw the ball to the tight end. The tight end slipped. I think it was Goddard. It was either Goddard or the, or the backup tight end. But the, the tight end slipped. He straight up slipped. He slipped down. He reached up to try to make some kind of a play. He batted the ball even higher up into the air. And the Giants defensive back had the ball on the run with nobody in front of him. And it was a pick six. And I think from that moment, 
I think that coach, and I'm not sure when he replaced DeVito, but I think at some point that coach thought, holy shit, I, we, we might be able to win this fucking thing here. I don't know what's going on. We might be able to win. So I think what he did was I threw in uh, Tyrod Taylor as a change of pace. Like now I got a quarterback that's a little mobile and you weren't even prepared for him. So may, just maybe, just maybe, you know, that's what I think happened. That's what I think happened. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we ever really talked about uh, Tommy DeVito on the show. Like his story is pretty incredible. The guy was like undrafted, and like he played one year at Illinois. Transferred from where did he transfer from? Do you know? Uh, Bayonne, I guess. I'm not. I don't know where to help. <laughs> he went. He went to like Fanboy or some shit. I don't know. Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey. It's a you know it's a private uh, high school. But hey, where the fuck did he come from anyway? Where is he over here? Yeah, DeVito. I don't know. Because oh, he went to Syracuse. So he went to Syracuse first, then he transferred to Illinois. And that's when he really broke out was at Syracuse. Um, <laughs> no, no, at Illinois. It's senior year in Illinois, 2022. Uh-huh. Um, he had 15 touchdowns. But my point is, he was like an unsung guy. And he's from New Jersey. He lives like 20, His parents live like 20 minutes from the from the Giants play. And he lives with his parents. So that became a really big story. And there's all this stuff going on with like his agent. How his, Everyone thought his agent was like really like kind of funny looking. He wore like kind of like a mafia type. Uh, all black suit with like a top hat and stuff. Yeah, he was. Uh, so he, t- he became a media darling. Like he was at the dinner, and Aaron Judge saw him eating, and Aaron Judge paid for his meal. Um, so he was really like all over the news, and then that's why I was surprised that Dayball did that. It was like, well, they're selling jerseys. There's a lot of hype for, around the Giants, really, for no reason, and um, they're benching the guy. I just thought it was I, like you. Did, I think you just explained your rationale pretty well. Dayball thought that he had a chance to win, and then he um, he kind of went with it. Yep. Um, yeah, man. But yes, uh, one thing I want to say, because I ate when I ate Wendy's tonight, I always put ketchup on my plate and I dip my my cheeseburgers in ketchup. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I'm bad at I'm bad at estimating how much ketchup I need. Like I'll put like too much ketchup on the plate. I'll finish the cheeseburger and there's like a whole, you know, big thing of ketchup on my plate. It's like I, I'm just bad at estimating the amount of ketchup I need. <laughs> Right. What about you? Are you like good at it? Or you just do you like do you underestimate, overestimate? Uh it, you know, it's been a minute since I've been in the only the, the late, I had told you I went to five guys last night, and that's atypical for me. It's holidays, so I I got myself an extra cheat day, right? But that's the first hamburger that I've eaten in months, and I don't I don't remember. What I do remember is with regard to five guys, when I go there, I get two of those cups and use one of the cups for my fries, right? And I use uh, the other cup basically for the burger and the very, you and I discussed this before on on the, uh, on the, on the show, but uh, that first you get the burger and you don't get in the, you don't get much of the burger into that cup when it's okay. But after you take that first bite, now you're, you're in business because now you got a built in hook, you know what I mean? But I, uh, no, I'm, I'm dunking that thing in there left and right. And I don't, I don't have any, uh, any problem with proportionality estimation. (laughs) So it is what it is, but you know what, man? Uh, oh, then I tried a couple weeks ago. I tried a Big Mac. I never had a Big Mac my entire life. I tried a Big Mac, dude. It is so overrated, man. Well, you know, back in the day when I was a kid, though, the Big Mac was it. They had the commercial: two old beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. They even made like a song out of it. That's how we. You know, two old beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. It was just like a big, but I'm going back when I was a kid, right? So this is like, you know, like 40 years ago that this thing first came out. And when it first came out then, that was a hell of a fast food hamburger, Sean. But now, yeah, time has passed it by. I mean, the Wendy's Baconator. I mean, that, I mean, that's. Well, the That's, thing about the, the thing about the Big Mac though, it's it's like it's a jip. I think it, it's just as much as a quarter pounder, but they don't actually use the quarter pounder. Uses fresh, never frozen patties. Mm-hmm. But the Big Mac, I believe, is just basically equivalent to a double cheeseburger with an extra bun in the middle. But and you know, the thing about it is they put lettuce on it. They put the big yeah Big Mac sauce is good, but when I ate it, it was really messy, and like I was having trouble keeping the whole thing together. Like everything was all everything was getting all over the place. Um, I don't know. I just I gotta be honest. The Big Mac to me is the most hyped, overrated, hyped uh, fast food item there is, man. Oh, and perhaps it is. 
but I can tell, I, you know, I could tell you that Burger King, and I'm, I haven't been there in a minute. I'm going to mess around, I think, soon and go. But Burger King, believe it or not, I mean, they come out, they come out with, um, well, they have their own version of, you know, you know, they have their own version of, of that sandwich you just talked about. But um, they also come up with these Italian sandwiches, the chicken sandwiches, and they have every once in a while. They come out with something that, and I want to get over there before they stop running it, but it's like this thick Texas bread and these big patties in between. And they have a couple different flavors. One is just, you know, straight up bacon. The other one is whatever, Swiss and Swiss and something else or whatever, but they're on this thick grilled um, Texas bread. And every once in a while they run, but they run stuff like that. So that's one thing about Burger King that's different. And I'm going to tell you, Burger King um, desserts. Some of those little Hershey pies, you know, you buy them in the cardboard wedges already and just you rip the top off and it's like you got this chocolate pie that's like unbelievable. Oh, some of those are, are tremendous. I'm going to mess around and go to Burger King soon now that we're talking about this stuff, man. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I, they, they all have different things that are good, Sean. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, Bur Bur I don't think Burger King has anything equivalent to a Big Mac. They have the Whopper and the Double Whopper, but the Big Mac is a whole. The Whopper is what I was thinking of. Right, go ahead. Yeah, but like they don't. None of them have like a the, all the all those Whoppers and stuff. I believe just have two two uh, buns, but the the Big Mac just has has like has like a bun in between. It's like a half. It's like two two buns, right? The top and the bottom, and then the middle they put that there. It's like an extra. It's like extra bread you don't really need. I I just think the Big Mac is just. A crock of shit to be honest but anyway um yeah so in its time it's like an old car in its time shawnee it had a real good place but go ahead i saw an interesting story man um the dolphins punter um his last name is bailey and he's engaged to a girl with the first name bailey so they're <laughs> getting married and his 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 new wife is gonna her name is gonna be bailey bailey That's pretty cool, bro. The only That's way to top be... that off is that the, the you just go the whole nine yards and and uh, change your middle name, <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy. Um, I saw something so... else that was crazy too, man. Um, Brock Purdy, Arch Manning, which is um, Eli and Peyton's nephew. He's their brother's kid. He plays for Texas. Right. He makes about three million dollars a year, three million dollars a year through endorsement deals. Um, and Brock Purdy doesn't even make a million a year, man. It's crazy that a, an MVP, an MVP candidate who's no longer, he's not going to be MVP anymore. Obviously that game versus the Ravens was bad, but, um, an MVP candidate on the 49ers, right? Starting quarterback makes less money than a college player who hasn't even, you know, started a game yet. It's crazy. Well, well, the first part of it is that any college player, I mean, I'm glad the college players are getting something rather than starving like they were for, you know, most of the I have no problem with the players getting paid. My problem is that, you know, this guy's a starting quarterback for the 49ers. I know he's still on his rookie deal and stuff, but it's just wild to think that like a dude who I know he, you know, listen, it's 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 a man, it's a member of the Manning family. He's supposed to be really good. I get it. But it just shows you that the NFL has, you know, there's I don't know. It's just obviously Purdy has to prove himself. He has to work himself into a contract, but thank you. It's just wild. It's just wild to think that 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 you know, starting quarterback for 49ers is getting you know he's making less money than a than a guy who hasn't played it down yet or yeah. he played a couple he played a couple downs Arch Manning but he hasn't started a game yet so it's, it just, it's just crazy to think about say say his name wasn't Manning right say that's just, the whole thing that's the whole thing but say it's another college player who's no but say he's making other college players are making just as much too uh, maybe not three million in their first year but it's it's just crazy that Purdy's not getting you know as much as a college player it's just wild. Well, it, it, I, I can see it, though, on the other end. I can see it, and I can see Purdy only making him. First of all, he's a rookie, so he's more of a second-year guy, right? Um, and he was Mr. Irrelevant. All right, he's going to have to build his way back up. He got knocked out of the game last year uh, when the Eagles tomahawked his ass, and never, they bitch and moan about that. But, hey, protect your quarterback, and he won't get knocked out. So they knocked And so this year, he's doing better. But I'm going to explain something to you. Um You've got one of the best, if not the best, uh, left tackle in football there. You've got a good line that protects him very well. You've got an offense that's run heavy, and you got a defense that's a bunch of rough riders. I mean, all this cat has to do is drop back, plant his foot, and throw about an 11-yard pass most of the time. So 
I don't think he's all that necessarily. I don't think he's a scrub, but I don't think you said MVP candidate. He was a candidate for MVP. No more. Um, and I think he has to, to, to work his way through. And I think if he's making a million a year, that's what guys like him make. Um, so I don't see that, but I, on the other end, not like a college player to make three, let me just say, finish a college player to make 3 million is kind of heavy, but I can't help but think that his last name is helping. You know, if the guy's last name was, was, um, you know, Mayhav or something, I, I could say, what the hell? But since he, his name is Manning endorsements and stuff, right? I mean, those guys are, that's what they are. They're walking endorsements. It's, you know, so that doesn't, it doesn't really surprise me. I do think, um, it just makes you it just makes you say, huh, you know, how about that? You know, that kind of thing. But yeah. I don't think it's a big shocker to me, but it's it's yeah. you know. Um, so we're on I saw this thing on Reddit. I, I go on Reddit and Reddit has some of the most interesting stories that you'll ever read because it's real people just describing their lives and stuff. And there's mm -hmm. all different subreddits and all sorts of interesting stuff to read about. You can just go down rabbit holes on Reddit for hours and hours, but um I saw something about a guy. Who was about? He was like six months away from his pension. I told you about. We talked about this a little bit. Um, he was six months away from his pension, and his boss started figuring out ways to try to get rid of him before he can get his pension. Um, oh yeah, I remember you his, telling me. One of the final things the boss did was he called him into his office. He's like, "We're you know we're receiving excessive complaints about you have body odor. Um, you know we're gonna have to warn you." And the guy said, "You know he showers every day. He washes his clothes. This is just the boss's bullshit way of trying to screw him out of his pension." And then I was reading the Reddit and people were giving them good responses. Like, yeah, you got to get a lawyer. You got to do this. You got to protect yourself. This is, this is horrible. And some guy said, some guy gave them all like good rationale and reasons on what to do. And then he said, long game, stinky long game. Like he made a joke. I, I was dying laughing. You know what I'm saying? He said, long game, play the long game, stinky. Like he was just, he was, he was gotcha. calling him a gotcha. joke. Gotcha. I thought it was pretty fucking funny, man. It is. It was all right. That was pretty good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> But oh, what, Lord. what's your take yeah. on, on that story, man? Do you think that's that's crazy that they're trying to get rid of him before his pension? Well, if that's what they're doing, I mean, if look, if, if that's what they're doing, then um, I mean, that's how things happen. That's how people show up and and at workplaces and like like clean house. You know, I mean, that's how things. If you're going to rob somebody out, if that's the now, if if the other end of it is. Uh, every once in a while, you come across a joker somewhere, and it's like, it's like, what the? You feel like saying to him, "Yo, yo, cuz, when's the last time you got? You know, you now, I don't know." Well, you, you described the dude in your building, right? Or, or some, or some yeah, guy, that's, some guy. that's just there was a yeah. That's just an example that I gave you. That there's a, a there was a, a cat in my a, a, a guy in my building, um, probably maybe late forties, forties, early fifties, like shoulder length hair, um dressed in like slacks and like like always like a like a dress shirt but with no tie like they dressed reasonably and so forth um and um he was a, a caucasian fella like myself and i i you know not that I mean, it's just uh, just just giving you a description of the guy and and um on the elevator one time and i get on the elevator and i smell like i'm like jesus like then you you don't know what you don't want to say anything and you don't even want to hold your nose but my eyes were watering by the time the fucking elevator stopped you know and he got out and I just and and I thought nothing of it I, I thought man it's a dude that really needs to to you know learn about hygiene but he's not my problem and I would see him in the parking lot from time to time here and there and I got on the elevator again about six months later I got on the elevator again there were two other people on there. And this cat was on there and he goes up to his floor because we were from the ground going up. Right. And um, he goes up to his floor and he gets off there. And when the door shuts and I made sure, cause you could still hear people. I don't want to laugh or anything. It's not funny. I waited a couple of seconds till we started moving up. And I said, man, something smells in here. I, I, I think it was, you know, cause I don't want anybody to think that yeah. they both, they both know they both put their thumbs. They pointed now it's, it's, as I said, I said, that's a shame, though, man. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to laugh. It's not funny, man. You don't want to laugh. And I didn't want to hear. I didn't want him to to hear me laugh. You know what I mean? Because that's not right. Um, but it was just one of those things. Now, this was when I first moved into this building. It was like five, six years ago. Hadn't come across him in a couple of years. But about three years later, right, about two years ago, I get in the elevator with him and, and nod the head. I nod my head to everybody. How you doing? This and that. And he's fine. There was no, 
So I think maybe somewhere somebody got through to him or something. But what I'm saying is if if this guy that you're referring to in this story is telling he, – we, we're hearing his side. That if he's telling the truth and they're trying to mess with him and trying to get him out to, 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 to you know, to, to jip him out of his pension, then, dude, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a pretty civil guy. But if you're going to push me that far and try something like that, because I, I don't know how I'm going to react. You know what I mean? Now, it's possible that this joker may be bereft of, you know, proper hygiene techniques. Um, it could be. As all I'm saying, I'd like to hear both stories before I levy some kind of a my question is, I tend to believe this man, because if he's talking about his pension, he's been there a while. If he's been there a while, he's probably had the same hygiene habits for a while. So why didn't you say something to him a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago? Right. So yeah. but you never know, John, you never know. You got to get all the information before you levy a, um, you know, a decision. Hey man, who's doing? Did we do um, song lyrics now? Don't forget those, man. That's important yeah. stuff. Before we do the song lyrics, I quickly want to mention that um, yeah, I saw the movie subscription, and yes, I'm still going to the movies constantly. Um, and you you like that movie. though? You like it, bro? That's that's good. Yeah. It's it's my sanctuary. It's like you know, yes, a, I like going to the movies. It's it's a nice place. I have somewhere to go. I have no problem going by myself. Um, it just it's just watching a movie. It's not a big deal. And quite frankly, everyone who has jobs and um, lives and families doesn't have the time to like, you know, oh, let's go to the movies. Like, so I just, I go on my own schedule and I go when I want to and it's cool. Recliner, anyway, the recliners they have there now. Holy God. Man. But yeah. two of the best movies um, that I saw recently, um, one was called Saltburn. It's now on Amazon Prime. It's a little bit strange movie. It's a little weird. Um, but I highly recommend it. I'd give Saltburn a 8.7. That's how much I liked it. It was just a really well-made. It, it's like I couldn't I couldn't stop watching it. I was locked in the whole movie. But um Saltburn? Tell me, yeah. tell me just quickly what's that a, what but you know, what is that? I don't know if you're if you like it to be honest. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I you know what? Forget about it. You told me before I didn't I, it's not my kind of movie. Go ahead. Oh, go like, ahead. Yeah, not that that that. Go ahead. Forget Oxford. about it. The guy at Oxford University who's like oh, a so rich guy. Okay. And then like um <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Go ahead. Yeah, he's like he's like obsessed with this other rich guy. And like they become friends, and there's a whole story to how they become friends. And then he lives on his estate, and like it's just crazy shit starts happening. It's really right. intense. That's cool. Um, what about guy, the other Barry, movie? Barry Geo Barry uh Keo, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Keo again. Keo Hagen. Um it's Joe, it's K-E-O-G-H-A-N. How do you pronounce that? K-E-O-G-H-A-N. Kogan. Is that Kogan? I would think it. K-E-O. That makes sense, Kogan. Because it's E-O. I think the E is kind of, you know, the E is negligible. Anyway. I think it's Kogan, I guess. I don't know. He had a really strong performance in this. But anyway, the only movie that I really liked a lot, really good, it's called The Iron Claw. Zach Efron's in it. It's about it's, it's yeah. about a real it's a real story about a wrestling family called the Von Erichs and how they're cursed. I thought it was just gonna be a wrestling movie, and you find out quickly that the movie's more than wrestling. It's about a family that has deep struggles and deep issues, and stuff happens, and it's really intense, and it's all true. Um, I give the Iron Claw a nine. That's how much I liked it. I'll give it a round number nine. Yeah, was, that's that's was, what I'm gonna see. Um, so those are the couple movies that I saw, but let's focus on the lyrics real quick. Oh um, yeah, that's that's our jam, man. That's that's what we like. All right, so lyrics. All our times have come. Here but now they're gone. Seasons don't feel the reaper, nor do the wind, the sun, or the rain. We can be like they are. Um, that's Blue Oyster Cult 1976 song off their album Agents of Fortune. Um, every this song was also this is what inspired me is I love this song, but this song was featured in the Iron Claw, the movie I just talked about. Right. Um, I just every time I hear this song, it just makes me think. It makes it makes me wish I lived in the seventies, because this song is like timeless, man. And the lyrics to me is just like, it's like okay, all our times have come. Life is life's happening, right? Yep. They're here now, they're gone later. But you know, there's a reaper. Death is gonna come, eventually. Death is gonna come get you. Everyone's gonna die one day, right? Yeah. Um, don't fear the reaper because seasons 
season, I mean, the wind, the wind, the sun, the rain, seasons, they don't fear the reaper. Let's be like the wind. Let's be like the sun. Let's be like the rain. Let's be like the different seasons. Let's not fear death. Let's let's pretend like, okay, oh, yeah, death is happening. Let's let's not fear the reaper. And then there's more to the song. Obviously, there's more of a story. There's more like real meaning behind it. But to me, it's about not fearing death. And also ha it has a positive vibe to it. And the, the beat and the instruments, it's fantastic, man. Okay. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing with me. I, I'm with you um, mostly. Um, all our times have come. Now, all our times have come. Um, to me, it's not like, well, your number's up. Your time is gone. Time is come. All our times have come. It's like, well, your time has come. You're here. You're living on this planet Earth. You know, you were born and your time has come to live on planet Earth, to enjoy your life here. But now they're gone here. But now they're gone. It, life is ephemeral, right? It's fleeting. It's I mean, our lives, our 75, 80 years that we live on this planet, really, in comparison to how long the, everything else has been here, our little 75, 80 year lives are like a a nanosecond, a nanosecond. So it's 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 our lives are are that uh, ephemeral, that fleeting. Seasons don't fear the reaper. Go ask the the summer. Are you afraid of death? <laughs> not, nah, not really, not really. Uh, the winter, the seasons don't fear the reaper, nor do the sun, the wind, and the rain. Here's where it gets a little catchy, especially with the song. We can be like they are. Baby, take my hand. You know. You know, we we can be like they are, you know, 40,000 men and women every day. We can be like they are. What the song is suggesting is like with Romeo and Juliet. Hey, boom, let's you know, we can be like they are. Let's let's check out. And that is it's a song, Sean. It's it's just a song. But that's what it's kind of suggesting and suggesting is like, you know, let's get out of here. 40,000 men and women every day, you know, Um Art can't be excluded just because it's sad. Movies, how many great movies, how many great songs, and this and that. So it's got a sad tone to it. And it's not telling anyone to go ahead and do something like that. As a matter of fact, um, you know, uh, what I'm saying about that is the song itself is a reflection of how, how bad things can get and how, how much pain people can get into. And sometimes you just want the pain to end, you know. But my thing is, and I've told people this, that you're going to be not here longer than you're going to be here by far. You know, you're going to be whatever you want to call it, but you're here when you're born and you're here till you take your last breath. You're here. You're going to be not here for much longer than you're ever going to be here. So when it's your time to go, it's your time to go, but don't help things along and don't use a permanent solution to a temporary problem. But the song itself, I'm telling you, Sean, one of the best, I mean, in rock and roll history. And who can ever forget, on a funny note, who can ever forget Saturday Night Live with that joker with the cowbell with his six inches of gut hanging over his, his belly? What is it? Oh, God. Bill, Bill, um, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Um, you know, Will Farrell? Will Farrell. I said Bill, Will Farrell. And that, that, that was one of the funniest <laughs> skits. But Look, when the song was done, that cowbell is still kind of like, you know, you can hear it. Think, think, think. It's cool. And when that song uh, was playing in the 70s, man, we loved it. We loved it. We sang it all the time. As a matter of fact, I think, and I, I, it's, I try to watch the movie Halloween, the original one. I try to watch it like every three or four years. And it seems to me the last time I watched it was about maybe three years ago. But it seems to me there's a scene in it with Jamie Lee Curtis at 18 years old. My God. Um, but she's driving in a car and it's on the radio and they started to fly. We can become like they are. It was just really cool, man. It's just those things that sticks in your head, but it was a great song. The lyrics are a little bit, uh, listen, like Romeo and Juliet. We can, you know, uh, Shakespeare was a kind of a, you know, Hamlet to be or not to be. He had some problems with his family and, you know, his his mom was a little bit trashy and so forth and so on. And then his dad died and he suspected his own. But he he said, I'm not going to do this. He felt God was steering him like tough it out. Just just stay with it. And that's what I used to tell people all the time. Just just tough it out. Stay with it. So it's not that easy for a lot of folks. But, um, um, you know, the the whole the whole notion of. That really gets a lot of people like thinking like, 
you know, you're going to be whatever dead is. You're going to be that. You were that before you were born. You're going to be that after you take your last breath here. So we call it dead, but you're going to be not here, quote unquote, for far, far exponentially longer than you are here. So while you're here, just ride it out, ride with it, you know, but that's all I have to say about that. As far yeah, as Gump would say. All right, bro. I saw a crazy thing, man, from a, a Chicago Bulls game um, in the 90s. This this dude hit a, a three-quarter, not, not a half-court shot, but a three-quarter um, full-length shot, almost the full court. He made the shot, and he won a million dollars. And the insurance company that sponsored it was supposed to pay him the million dollars. Screwed him out of the money. They said... Because he because he used to play college, he played college basketball or something like that for like a year or whatever. Um, because he had some basketball experience, um, that was against their rules. So they tried to avoid paying him the million dollars. And um the Chicago when he when he made the shot, he he, he, he hugged Michael Jordan, like he was all excited. Like you know, he hugged freaking Michael Jordan after hitting that shot and winning a million dollars. Like what it's crazy, but the Chicago Bulls, they got a lot of publicity. The Chicago Bulls actually made it right, they they paid him the money. And he took, I think he took about $50,000 a year for X amount of years. And he's using that to pay like his daughter's college um, student loans and stuff. So, yeah, it's a, it had a good ending, but it was, it's just interesting how the insurance company tried to screw up out of the money, man. Well, yeah, I, I, it's, it, that, I'm glad it worked out, but yeah, um, insurance companies have been known to, uh, to do that, <laughs> you know, um, Sometimes they can be really unscrupulous uh, individuals. So, uh, dude, I saw a New York. I think it was New York Post. There's a a woman who's an ecosexual. She has a relationship with a tree. Uh, check please. No, just, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> listen, um, listen. I don't want to. You know what? What can you say? If she likes the wood, I'm, and I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing around. Stop it. All right. Who said that? No, um, I think it's uh, she can have a relationship with anything she wants to, bro. I guess within reason. Um, but that's uh that's really weird, man. That's weird shit. Is she okay though? I mean, has she been evaluated and all? I didn't click it and like read more to it. I was just like, yeah. I got, I got to talk about this in the podcast. <laughs> I just, just made notes. Sorry, ecosexual tree. Let's let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yo, then I saw another thing. Crazy story. This happens a lot. If you you know now you're on Instagram and stuff and you get to like see like the videos they they have, they have an algorithm to see like what you like the yeah. more you watch stuff and um you see a lot of dog, heartwarming dog videos and I saw a, a video of a dog who got lost in the woods and survived in the woods by himself in the woods like away from like civilization for yeah. six years and then like six years later they they located the owners but the owner said they were no longer able to take care of the dog so they put him up for adoption or something like that so that was that was an interesting story man dogs. Even though dogs are domesticated, wow. like dogs can survive in the wild, man. Well, yeah, they're canine, and that they're you know under the right conditions they could. And I think after a while, their innate they get hungry enough. Their innate ability is like to run down a rabbit or something like that, or to do this and to do that. Did I tell you the story? Did you see the story of the uh, the little Jack Russell Terrier out in, on the West Coast somewhere? I think it was Arizona somewhere, uh, maybe Colorado. But there was a little Jack Russell Terrier that was with a guy uh, in his early to mid 60s, who's owner. And the guy ran into problems. And I think they, they say he had a heart attack or whatever, but he died out there on the, on, the, on the hiking trail. And the dog stayed by his side. Yep. I saw For that. six weeks, the dog stayed by his side. And the dog was reportedly very defensive of that body, the corpse, when the people came along to like, he was very protective of it. I mean, dogs are unbelievable. And the dog itself, he lost. Those aren't big dogs, you know, the Jack Russell Terriers. He lost quite a bit of weight, but he was, you know, they say another couple of weeks and he probably would have, you know, passed too, just from weakness or whatever. But um, they got him and they got, you know, they got the dog and they got him back to, I think it was the guy's sister that took the dog, but uh, the dog's doing really well. Um, he misses the owner, which is another, like the one I sent you the other day. Those things are really, I mean, dog, listen, dogs are just incredible creatures. They really, they really, really are, man. We can't say enough about it. That being said, did you get that thing that I sent you? There's, and talk about Instagram really quickly. I'm just new to the thing and I'm, I don't, you know, but I do like, I do like to, to watch every now and then this and that. You never know what's going to pop up there. But 
that Joker in Russia out in the middle of the woods sitting on a log next to a grizzly bear, and he had a bowl of cherries, and he's feeding the grizzly bear cherries. I mean, it's just grizzly yeah, bears. I've seen a lot of stories like that, but usually the, what ends up happening is that bear eventually eats the owner. Like, I've seen so many stories where, like, it's like, you know, yes, <laughs> the yeah. friggin' bear eventually snaps or something like that. Yeah, uh, I sent that to someone, and the person said that, uh, and I had the same thought, too that those berries were just an appetizer. We didn't get to see what came next. I don't think I want to see that, but uh, yeah, it was another dude that thought he was going out and making friends with the grizzly bear, like several grizzly bear. He had them named and all kinds of stuff. You know, and the longer he spent around them, he started to name them. Hey, this guy was, you know. You well, know. I saw, I saw a crazy. Video. Anyway, he's gone. But go ahead. Oh, did, did they, did they eat him? Yeah, it was it was rough. It was it was really really rough. Um, Rest in peace, sir. Um, yeah. So I saw a video where a golden retriever was surrounded by grown lions, and then I, there's a backstory to it. Basically, that golden the, the lion's like mother or father died or something like that. So the golden retriever like grew up like raising. They they were like nursing from the golden retriever or something like that. So the golden retriever like raised the the lions. Wow. And like they grew up together. That's why they were like, oh, they're all hanging out together. But then I saw they had to separate the golden retriever from the lions eventually because they didn't know, you know, if the lions would eventually, it would be, it would be kind of dangerous. But for the, for, until those lions got big, that golden retriever was part of those lions' lives. That was, you know, it was basically their mother. Yeah. That, that animals are uh, pretty neat, pretty neat creatures. I have a couple of pet peeves I want to go over real quick. Yeah, give me some pet peeves. Well, first of all, uh, this is this is an experience I had uh, a while back, but the last time I went out to dinner with some some folks to a place and so forth and so on, that it was dessert time, and I don't get out much. You know, I mean, if I go out, that's a treat. That's a that's a that's a cheap meal. That's a you know. So when I go out to a restaurant like that, I'll definitely want to see the dessert menu, and I get dessert, which is not a big deal. But when the waitress comes around or the waiter comes around and says, anybody want to order dessert? And you get these people say, oh, no, I couldn't eat. I, oh, I couldn't eat. Oh, well, okay. That's, that's a front because what happened is they all said this and that. And I, I said, well, I'll take that big, the, the chunk of chocolate fudge cake, that big, you know, the kind of thing. Well, the chocolate, the chunk of chocolate cake came on a plate with like four other spoons, five other spoons on it. I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck do I need for? You know, I don't need, and, and just for a second, then, then I thought, okay. And I said something and they said, well, that's for everybody to, I said, wait a goddamn minute. I said, wait, whoa, whoa, I, this, this is my dessert. This is my dessert here. I don't need all these spoons. So I grabbed the spoons and I put them to the side and I started eating. And a couple of the people that were there, I won't mention any names or anything, like, but I, they were looking at me, right? They were looking at me. Like they were embarrassed for me because oh what a what a what a glutton what a hedonistic glutton I am for eating the dessert that I ordered. It's like when the fuck did dessert become a community endeavor? Wait, right, what? I got pissed off. These are family members. This is fine. Right? This is fine. Hear this? We'll fight about it. But I don't. I, I love them anyway. But I, this just stuff that pisses me off. Mm -hmm. The last time it happened, it was a bunch of it was some family members, but. Sean, you go out. You go oh, out. Wait, oh, wait. Let me let me backtrack here. So, yeah. you're saying this happened at a family events? No, it happened at a restaurant with That's family members. Okay, yeah. So what what restaurant? Five Guys? No, this was out in the Midwest, and I'm, I can't remember the name of the. Oh, okay. So you were by yourself. Wait. So you, were you with your family when it happened? Yeah. Oh, so, so they they assume that you were sharing the, the dessert. Okay, I got you. Yeah, and it's oh, like I'm watch, I'm watching the Knicks. Knicks are playing the Thunder right now. I was watching Nick's Thunder when we first started saying so I missed the beginning. I'm just like, um, okay. so yeah, dude, I know what you're saying. So basically like they were kind of like judging you because you ate the dessert. How big was the cake? It was a, just a big, uh, just a nice chunk of cake, but it was my dessert that I ordered. Everyone else had an opportunity to order dessert and they were all front and like, oh no, I don't want any of this now. Oh, oh, could, yeah, dude, that couldn't... happens all the time. If you're at a restaurant, especially if you're sitting at a table and there's a waiter, like one of those, th they they sometimes they assume that you're going to share the dessert. Yeah, I get what you. The, right, right. And I get the point. But when I say, look, I, I, everyone had the chance to order dessert. No one ordered it. I don't need these spoons. I'm going to, I should be able to be able to do that in peace. But they were looking at me like almost like they were embarrassed for me. And I'm thinking, you fucking people are out of your skull. You really no, are. Was your, were you the only one? Was your family looking at you weird too? That's who I'm talking about, dude. 
Oh, oh, so I thought I think you're saying the even the worst. Maybe if you listen to me and stop looking at the basketball game, maybe you okay, okay. <laughs> all right, okay. Well, you know, other thing that pisses me off, my partner looking at the fucking basketball game when I'm going over my list. That's well, what he irritates me. That was the whole thing. <laughs> Doing the show tonight, where I'm like, yeah, we'll do the show tonight. I know the Knicks are playing at eight o'clock, but yeah, let's get a show in, man. But right I, now, I say this tongue in cheek, Sean, but on, on the real, please listen to me. Um, yeah, so I, I know exactly what you're saying. So, yeah, dude, that's a pet peeve of mine, too. Like, that's happened to me, too. Like, I'll, I'm the only one who gets usually what I do is like, is anybody else getting dessert? If no one else is getting dessert, then I feel bad that I don't get dessert. But there's been times where, like, I don't know, I feel like, yeah, you're being judged if you're eating, like, you know, you're eating. I don't know. I yeah, it's 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 yeah. like a, it's a it's a cheap meal and it's like it's a big deal. It's not like it's, so if you go out to a restaurant, you treat yourself. And it's, I'm thinking to myself, if you really want, I mean, it's like if four other people are going to come at this piece of cake with a spoon, why don't I just give this to you for and I'll order one for myself? I mean, why don't we do that instead of playing games? And it's these people, uh, you know, and I love them, but it's like, and it was just one of the things that pissed me off that basically, and it's not just my, but it, I've noticed it before that dessert somehow is, is, is now like sits, it's like moving more toward the center of the table and everybody gets a freaking fork and everyone gets, whoa, whoa, whoa. You order what you want for dessert and I'll order what I want. This, this, this eating off each other's plate and bullshit like that. It irritates me. The next thing. All right. The next thing. And guys know what I'm talking about. You walk into a men's room and uh, smells uh, like really strong urine smell. And you walk over and you walk over to the urinal, Sean. And instead of seeing a nice, pristine little urinal cake there, there's a puddle of urine piss <laughs> in the urinal yeah. that's been sitting there apparently by the smell in the room because you let me tell you something beautiful you leave that laying for a while it's going to get humming well you open that men's room door and take two steps in it's like holy good god and then you find out some joker pissed like last week and left it laying there listen guys if if for some reason if for some reason you can't flush or whatever have someone do it but there is no reason to walk away from a urinal and leave that there all right Especially if it's not broken, if the urinal's not, if the urinal's broken, okay, then there's an issue. But if the urinal's not broken, like if I walk up to it and I hit that lever and it goes, whoosh, okay, that's not broken. So that's not an excuse. Guys, you know, look a little further than the end of your, you know, okay. Um, this thing here, I want to make uh, positively clear, Sean, that you understand me before I go into this. You know how much I love everybody, race, creed, color. I do. You know me through and through. You also know how much I love the Latin culture. I love the Latin culture, almost married into it, was contemplating marrying into it, had a, a three, two and a half year relationship with a, a Latin girl. It's, it's not, I got to, 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 to know her grandmother. When her grandmother went back to Ecuador, I was, I was half a mess. Okay. It was, you know, it was, it was tough. But anyway, my, I wanted to preface everything because it's not Latin folks or Latin culture. It's the misuse of their language that bothers me sometimes. And this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, people on TV, okay, reporters on TV that will be speaking and Sean, they'll be speaking. And then all of a sudden, because they come across a word that that's, uh, has to do with the Latin community, they break into another accent for about two seconds and then they come back out. It's like, um, some, let's say a guy's name is Sam Jones, white dude standing out there. Oh, yeah. And um, it was a pleasure being down here for Cinco de Mayo. And um, I really I really enjoyed eating the enchiladas. Uh, and then he's talking <laughs> on it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and I heard it was really, really good down here from my friend. But and, uh, you know, and it's this is the same dude. But because the word has something to do with the Latin you know, community or something to do with Spanish, they break into that accent. And this is what I mean. This would be like Wolf Blitzer saying, you know, President uh, President Biden next week will visit France. And when he is in France, he will uh, he will speak to Macron. You know what I say? I mean, it's that idiotic to yeah. like to have your own voice. And then just because you're talking about a different culture to break into that, I find that, and you know, you know where I find it and I'm not going to get political, but I find it on the hyper left. It's like people lighten the fuck up. And listen, just as much as you know, the people on the far right irritate the living shit out of me. Sometimes the people on the far left can irritate the shit out of me just as much. I'm not going to get into politics. We're not going to get into politics. It's not what we do. It's, it's not anything that I don't feel as, as strongly as I did last year 
this time last year, I've also found that all I can do, Shawnee, all I can do is go vote on, on, on any given November, first week of November, and that I don't want to think about the other political party or those folks. I don't want to think about them in a negative way because I've met too many nice people. I've met too many great people. And then come to find out five minutes in the conversation through something they said, it's like, okay, well, they're okay. I don't want to feel differently about them. And I don't want that one little thing to, to alter the way I feel about people. And I don't want to demonize other folks. And I don't want to get that deep into it. And really, it's silly for me. And anyways, if, if I sit and I, if I swear at my television I'm, every day and curse at it and get pissed off and jump up and down and do all kinds of stuff every day, or I just, I look at the news for five seconds and I just smile and I walk out the door and I don't get all engrossed in it. All I can do either way is go, go push a button on election day. And you know what? I know how I'm going to vote. Um, and the guy across the street that's the opposite of, of me politically, he's going to vote the way he's going to vote. But you know what? He's a good dude. I hope he realizes the same about me. And let's just go on. Can I borrow your lawnmower, Charlie? Sure. Oh, I, by the way, I got the uh, I got the shears for you that I borrowed last week. All right. Let's just be, you know, let's you know what I mean? Let's let's stop using that to demonize people just because they don't see the world exactly the way that we do. So. Um, I just wanted to get into that. Just, but, but that changing of the voice, oh, my God. I heard one lady, she was on. She was like, oh, yes, and several, several members of the you know, community. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck? You don't have to break into that just because you're using it. All right, next, next thing is the Washington Redskins. They will always be the Washington Redskins to me. I don't know what the hell the commander thing is supposed to be. I don't know what the next name is. But there's nothing wrong with saying Redskins. There's nothing wrong because they didn't they didn't suggest anything derogatory about their mascot. They said, this is our mascot. We hold him high. We hold him in praise. We glorify him. We worship him. He is the Red. So to me, that team's always going to be the Redskins. OK, and as far as, again, the people hyper out there on the hyper left, go find something else to do more constructive than to get too pissed off about a name like the Redskins. All right. Those are my pet peeves. Now, I have one more thing written down here. It says mis misused words, commonly misused words. But I'm going to save that for next episode. It's some of these words, Sean, that people I hear. I mean, look, we all make mistakes, but these things are repeated. Com I'll give you just a quick example, specifically as opposed to specifically. I mean, shit like that irritates me to no end. But I, and I have a list of these words and phrases. I'll get into that next time. But um, I just wanted to uh, – those were my pet peeves. And um, I welcome you, Shawnee, to write a couple down when you get them. And it's just something – that one especially with the voice, oh, my God, that, that irritates me to no end. But um, we have uh, – now, you can give me – while I'm sitting here now, you can give me a Knicks update. What's going on with that? All right, so the Thunder are winning 68-58 with 30 seconds left in the, the first half. Dude, the Thunder are no joke. They have Chet Holmgren. Dude, Chet Holmgren might be better than Wemby, dude. No joke. Really? I swear to you. This guy, dude, he was a stud in college, man. Um, yeah, man. I mean, this dude, okay. he played for he played for Gonzaga. Um, and he played one year and he was really hyped out of high school. But Wemby's been getting hyped for years and he's foreign and he's taller and stuff. And I think he's tall. I, I gotta check, I gotta check their heights, man. Um but no, the Knicks, the Knicks are they're playing. Yes, Wemby's seven for four, Chelmer seven one. Yeah, so Wemby's three inches taller. But they're both friggin' athletic freaks. But anyway, um, yeah, man, the Knicks are the Knicks are uh, you know they're hanging in there. But the Thunder have been on fire lately. Like I think last night they beat apparently like they beat the they they did a pretty good job beating beating the the Timberwolves and the Timberwolves like are number one in the West. So the, the Thunder are no joke, man. Yeah, I heard they got a, a lot of young talent. So. We'll see what the hell happens. Yeah, so, but I mean, I think that honestly, I think that in terms of the Knicks, I think the Knicks are like one piece away from like actually doing something, you know, competing for some sort of, you know, Eastern Conference finals, finals, because Julius Randle, I think we, we have to figure out a way to, we got to figure out a way to just upgrade the team somehow. Um, I don't know, man. I'd like to get Scotty Barnes. I also saw a rumor today that this guy, Cade Cunningham from the Pistons, who was a, who was like a top, you know, three draft pick a couple of years ago. Um, he might be available. I don't know. 
I think I just think the Knicks are one player away from you know they have Brunson, they have Randall, but they need something more. But those Sixers, man, those Sixers could be dangerous if uh, Embiid stays healthy. But we'll see, man. Yeah, I mean that 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 they it's addition by subtraction. They got rid of Harden. Harden's doing well. I'm I'm gonna he he's he's going to have his games, but James is always going to wind up being James. So you just stay tuned to that. But they got rid of him, and it was addition by subtraction. They just like everyone else now had room to breathe and to move around, and things didn't have to go through him. And I mean, yeah, with uh with with Embiid and Maxi, um, you know, I, I, we're a player away, I think, from a world title. I mean, I think we're, you know, I think it's it's because even with even without making a move right now, we're one of the best teams. So they are, and I, I your boy your boy Brunson is, you know, yeah, that team. That, you guys are only a couple games behind. So you, and really, I mean, so that you got some you got some some bulldogs on that team, man. You got so some I, real. I called, yeah. you the, uh, I called you a crumb bum earlier. I don't know if you heard me. Let, I did. Play the crumb bum. That crumb bum's kind of a, a Philadelphia leaning. Um, sort of term of like it's kind of dissing somebody but you could say it to your friends as like a term of endearment like you're fucking, right you're fucking crumb up. and <laughs> right. that, that mayor that the famous video of the mayor of philadelphia the former mayor of philadelphia what's his name frank something frank rizzo Frank Rizzo. <laughs> that's, the crumb, that's one of the funniest videos i've seen man isn't that i'm glad you finally watched it through and that's real shit dude there were he was the police chief in philly and he was the mayor for a long time and then he was just up on the main line in retirement he was like and i guess he got you know there was people there were people in a van news reporters like keeping an eye on him or whatever and he didn't like it one day so bear in mind he's retired he's got nothing to do with anything but he made a few calls and he got some cops up there and the rest is history though and the other one where he was walking by this is before he even called the cops he gets into it with that one reporter and he calls him. He's like a hundred times like you're a crumbum and you're a coward. And he, what the hell else did he call him? And you're a lush. I could tell by looking at you, you're a lush. It was just very funny. Frank Rizzo was a piece of work. And the crumbum thing, yeah, it was. It's old school, but it's like I think it's cool that you and I resurrected it. Um, you know what I mean? We, you know, we're helping to resurrect it. Like it's I an started, old. I it's one of those this, old, uh, mm -hmm. this other podcast. This other yeah, podcast. Crumbum. <laughs> the podcast called word to the wise it's like a philadelphia podcast and i noticed in a lot of their posts and a lot of the comments and like they, they in their captions they, they use the term crumb bump so i'm like oh that's interesting so then i realized it was like a philadelphia thing then you sent me the frank rizzo video and i'm like okay this is this is funny as hell man so you can't get more philadelphia than rizzo yeah yeah we've been calling each other crumb bums it's like it's pretty funny man yeah it, it's cool cool stuff bro um, one one thing before we go, I guess one story that I saw. Uh, there's a video game called Grand Theft Auto. It's a very famous franchise right. um, on PlayStation. Grand Theft Auto Six has been in the works for like, like I think like literally like almost ten years because Grand Theft Auto Five was the last one I believe. Um, there's a hacker. He hacked the the game studios and he released information like videos and footage from from the game, and it cost it cost the studio like millions of dollars. Um, and the hacker got arrested and he says he, he, he would do it again. He's eager to do it again. So they're putting him life, life in a hospital prison. So he's in a, he's life in a hospital prison because he's a threat to hack the company again. Do you think that's fair to put someone like, apparently he's got autism and he's like, not really, he can't function that well in certain aspects of his life. But would you put someone life in a hospital prison if they're like a hacker? What do you think about that? If they promise to do it again, I guess it's like, what do you do? I don't know. But he's he's just he's not hurting anybody per se. He's costing companies money, but they they deem him to be a threat. Therefore, he has to be a life in prison in the hospital. There's just there's 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 more there's a lot more information I would need to render a decision here with this thing. You know, it it really is, Sean. And I'm I, you know I I appreciate you you coming up with the story and everything like that. But for me to really make any kind of whether I think it's right or not right, or I'd have to have a whole lot more information on, on both sides of this thing. It seems a little bit harsh, but you know, at some point we gotta, we gotta stop these malicious jokers that are, you know, that, that absolutely um, celebrate doing shit like this all the time and they get off on it. And I mean, you know, and if he's promising to do it again, I mean, it, it, but there are other things. I mean, there are legalities there. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to have a lot more information. I hope my man just calms down and uh, I hope they let him go and he calms down and doesn't do it anymore. That's what I hope, you know?
Yeah, man. Um, all right. So before we go, um, you got anything else to final thoughts or anything? Uh, finish with a joke tonight. How about that? What did, what did the elephant say to the naked man? I said, what did the elephant say to the naked man? What is that? How do you breathe out of that little thing? <laughs> anyway, good night. Take care, everybody. Drive safely. Tip your waiters and waitresses. I'm out of here. Peace, uh, Sean. Bye-bye. Uh, on social media, we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I'm on TikTok. I'm still doing food reviews. I'm on Sean Review stuff. Um, Instagram, Sean Matthew 13. Twitter, Sean Matthew 13. Uh, the show. Um, we don't know when we're, we're doing another episode, but we won't, we won't be that long. So thanks everyone for listening and take care. Nighty night.